Uh, I'm going to share with you today uh, uh, something that, that will change your life. It changed my life. Okay? And, and I'm going to read this scripture to you out of Mark chapter 4. It's several verses, but I just want to read it to you real quickly. And it says in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, that on the same day when evening had come, Jesus said, let us cross over to the other side. How many of you know when Jesus says that, he's serious? When Jesus says to do something or tells you something's going to happen, you might as well just write it down. It's going to happen. Unless you find, out, find yourself in the circumstance that they were in, the disciples were in. It says, they left the multitude, they took Jesus in the boat, and other little boats were also with them. A great windstorm arose. The waves beat into the boat so that it was already filled. He was in the stern asleep on a pillow, Jesus. And they woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care that we perish? Now, have you ever, I mean, think about this a bit. This is just human nature, okay? Why didn't they go say, Jesus, you need to wake up. You're fixing to drown. <laughs> Literally, they thought, well, he'll be okay no matter what. It's us that we're in trouble. <laughs> Just human nature. The interesting thing about it was Jesus didn't get mad at him for waking him up. You know what he did? He got up, listen to this, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace. Be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then Jesus went on to talk to him about being fearful and not having faith. But here's the thing I want you to see today. Jesus was at peace. How many of you know that? I mean, you're not asleep on a pillow in the back of a sinking boat unless say, you have just a little bit of peace in your life. Some of you can't even ride in the back seat of a car if somebody's driving it because you got to see what's going on. He was at peace. So when they woke him up, you know what he did? Listen, all he did was transfer his peace to the storm. Peace. Be still. Now, what you need to realize is that if you can understand that God wants you at peace, He wants you living your life in peace, then you not only have the capacity to walk in peace, but to transmit that peace to your circumstances. Transmit that peace to your family. The first time that I really got a revelation of this, I walked in church and there was a, there was a and I, I don't remember why I was in there, but there was a, I was in the, children's facility and there was a baby crying they were trying to stop him and pat him and just crying i mean crying i said all right if this is going to work it's going to work right now i said give me that baby and i picked that baby up and i put that baby on my shoulder and i said peace be still and immediately that baby started stopped crying that tells me that peace is a force that can not only carry you through, but can literally change the circumstances of your life. Okay? So you need to realize and understand the potential 
of this is amazing because the Bible says they were in a storm, a hurricane proportion storm, one translation says. Yet Jesus just spoke to that, well, but that was Jesus. Well, you just hang with me a minute, okay? You know I wouldn't be saying that if I didn't have a, another part to this, right? Jesus just said, peace, be still. Peace, be still. So, listen to me carefully. Peace belongs to you. The Bible says Jesus came to preach peace. Isaiah 53, 5 says, The chastisement of, uh, for needful for us to obtain peace was upon Him. There's no reason you don't have peace in your life if you're a Christian. No reason. But I can tell you the reason you don't, and that's because you have to fight for it. It's not something that just falls on you. Oh, give me peace, give me peace, give me peace. Jesus said this, all right? Listen to me. John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus made a statement. He said, peace I leave with you. Now, that sounds pretty benign, doesn't it? It sounds like something Jesus would say, I'm, you know. But listen, the word there, peace, and when it says, I leave it to you, is a legal term where it's actually part of his will and testament that when you die, you leave something to somebody. You know, like grandma leaves you something in her will. I leave it to you. Jesus said, when I die, I'm going to leave you my peace. Yeah, but that was Jesus. I will leave you my peace. You got it? My peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Now, he, he said, look, I don't leave you peace the way the world has peace. See, before I got saved, I could, get, I, I could be at peace sometimes, mostly when, it, when I took something. Problem was, it didn't last. I could be at peace when I drank. Problem was, it didn't last. And the negative effects were far worse than the positive effects. People all over the world are seeking peace. People in the church are seeking, and it belongs to us. We have a right. Jesus said, I leave peace with you. I give it to you. Not like the world gives it. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. The Amplified Bible says, Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed. So tell me, whose responsibility is it for us to walk in peace? Right here. We have the capacity, we have the ability to literally walk in peace in our lives every day. Well, you don't know what's going on in my life. Oh, you're talking about like a storm? Like a hurricane proportion storm? Well, not maybe quite that bad. What's the deal? The problem is that we don't, we don't fight for peace. 
Well, if it wasn't for my, if my husband would behave himself, my wife would behave. Well, if I tell you one of my teachers, they'd just leave me alone or a million things. If my job wasn't so stressful, you can be in the midst of a storm and have peace. Stop, I'm just going to quote the Bible. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated. Listen, I have to fight this all the time. But all I have to do is I remind myself, hold it, I've got peace. Peace belongs to me. I like what uh, it says in in the Psalms, peace like a river. I have peace. It belongs to me. I can walk in it. Jesus said in John 16, 33, he said, in the world you're going to have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, I read the last part of that on purpose. Now, listen to why. These things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. You may have peace. The word peace, the definition for the word peace, if you boil it down, the word literally means soul harmony. No, that's not the temptations. You guys don't have a clue what I just said, do you? That's because the temptations were a black group, five guys, and they sang together in harmony. The temptations. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about your soul being in harmony with God. That's peace. And it will function in your life every day of your life if you will fight for it and not allow yourself to get agitated and disturbed. Well, that's just part of my nature. No, that's part of your old nature. Listen to me. Not part of your new nature, part of your old nature. Listen to what it says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 15. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision avails anything but a new creature. In other words, the only thing that matters is being a new creature. That's what matters. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, new creature. That's all that matters, all right? And as many as walk according to this rule, y'all ready? Peace and mercy be upon them. See, if you'll get yourself to understand, I am different. I am different than the world. I have been, I have been given peace you would be shocked if you will exercise your peace how much the world wants what you've got they they how do you do that how how are you can't you see what's going on around you listen today the world and even our nation is is upside down it's in turmoil You've got the the left against the right. You've got the anti-Trumpers against the Trumpers. You've got the Democrats against the Republicans. And if you're not careful, you'll get caught up in that. 
and you will lose your peace. Why? Because all of that's carnal. Nothing spiritual about it. Now, I know you want to argue with me, but you can't. (laughs) Romans 8, 6 says this. Listen, to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Life and peace. So wherever you are right now in your life, it doesn't matter whether you're in a struggle or not. I've been in some big time struggles in my life. But, but the point is that the thing that helps me is the fact that I can go through that and still have peace in my life. Not be agitated. Not be disturbed. Now see, you're looking at me like impossible. You know why you think it's impossible? Because you've never exercised yourself to walk in peace. You've never backed off of a situation and said, hold it. i got to get back here where peace is. No, i got to have peace. People make unfounded decisions, poor decisions in their lives, and they know they shouldn't, but they react to something and make a poor decision. Listen to me. And if you would have stopped and allowed peace to control your life, you wouldn't have made that decision. Colossians 3.15, I'm going to just read it, just tell you this. In the Amplified Bible says, Let peace act as an umpire in your life. Let peace act as an umpire in your life. I I have to tell you, most of the decisions that I make, and I'm, I'm one of these guys, let's get it done, let's make a decision, let's get it going. But I learned a long time ago that there's another component to that. And if I'm going to make that decision, I'm going to have to have peace. And if I don't have peace, now I'm not talking about peace from external strife. Well, everything's wonderful. Now I can make this decision. It can be the most chaotic thing going on around you. It's not, that's not what's important. What's important is, do you have peace on the inside? That's where you live your life, is do I have peace on the inside? Because that's what determines how I live my life. If I'm trying to to understand something or trying to make a decision, I will sometimes, you you know, I don't know whether you're like that, but I don't always just hear the voice from heaven to tell me what to do. Wouldn't you like to have that? I mean, I I know some people say they do. I'm not sure about that. But I, I don't always have that. Sometimes the Lord will speak to me and I'll know, man, this is it, boom. But sometimes I don't know. So, you know, here's what I do because I have, I, have, I have peace. So I let the umpire answer for me. So I'll start moving towards something. Just move toward it. I still got peace. All right, let's take that next step. Ooh, I still got peace. Just move a little further. And I'll walk right into something. Sometimes you step, ah. Uh, Peace, I I don't. mm. And see, some people barrel right through that. Yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. And they get in a mess. Say, well, Pastor, what happens if you do that? All right, I'm going to give you a little counseling today, okay? I'm $100 an hour for counseling, but you're getting it for free. I'd be a multimillionaire if I could do that 
I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some help right here. Here's what you do. All right, you barrel through. Okay. Oh man. No. What do I do? You back up till you have peace. And I'm going to tell you. Listen to me. Sometimes it is going to cost you to back up. You are not. Listen to me. You're not going to ever make something have peace when you went into it without peace. So you might as well fix it. Just, there'll be somebody at the door collect your. I'm going to tell you, listen, that sounds so simple, but I, I have used that in my life. I have made some really bomb decisions. Anybody else ever made any of those? Just, what do you do? I, I back up. I don't try to make it work. I back up. Now, listen, if you're married, you say, I didn't have peace when I got married. Thank God I can back out of this now. No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I saw some of your eyes flickering there. No, I'm talking about your life, walking through your life. Even my wife and I, if she doesn't have peace about something that we have to make a decision together on, we don't make it until there's peace. Let it act as an umpire in your life to help you move forward with the peace of God in your life. You'd be amazed at how much simpler your life would be. Now, see, some people, they want to push you into this. No, you've got to make this decision right now. Well, I don't have peace. They're not going to understand that. No, I'm not going to get agitated. I'm not going to get disturbed. I'm not going to do something uh, out of pressure, I'm going to wait till I have peace. Well, what if that's, what if that's a great opportunity and, and you miss it? Listen to me. You are not going to miss an opportunity from God as long as you got peace. Okay? It's not going to happen because God has put that in us. It's part of who we are. It's what makes us different as children of God from the world. And you may have come in here today without peace in your life. Hey, I understand that. I've gone to church without peace in my life. But I have learned, nope, not going to happen. You get, you, get, you, get, you get yourself where you need to be. You back off. Sometimes there's another word in there, and it's a, it's a Christian word. It's a Bible word. It's called you have to repent. Yeah. But if you'll make up your mind, I'm going to have peace in my life. I am going to fight for peace. It's going to be mine. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to walk in it in my life. I want to tell you something. It will lead you down a path that, that will help you immensely in your daily, daily life. Just to keep peace in your life. Let me just say that Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Now, people misunderstand that. It doesn't say blessed are the peacekeepers. Because, see, let me tell you something. The enemy will try to manipulate you, and you may have somebody in your life or a circumstance in your life, and I've had them in mind, where they are not going to, there's not going to be any peace with them. 
No matter how much you try to transmit your peace, and there's not going to be any peace there. It's not your job to make somebody else be at peace. It's your job to be a peacemaker and walk in peace no matter where you are. There's a big difference. Well, I just want to keep peace in the home. Yeah, so you let your, you let, you let, I've, I've actually had this happen. You let your husband bring drugs into the house. You let, let, let all kinds of things go on in your house because if you don't, he's going to be really mad and he's going to be upset and I just got to keep peace. That's not keeping peace. Just so you understand, peace is something in you. Peace is something on the inside of you. Now listen to this scripture, Isaiah 26. Listen to what it says, Isaiah 26. Verse 3. This is talking about the Father. He, I'm going to change this just for, this, for our benefit here. He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Because he, you trust, he trusts in you. In other words, you trust in God. Now listen. The word here in, in the New King James, it says, Perfect peace, but it's actually the same word twice. He will keep you in double peace. Peace, peace, when you keep your mind on Him, when you trust Him. If you don't make up your mind just to keep your focus on Jesus, pray, read your Bible, worship God. You'd be amazed at what kind of peace it brings in your life. Listen, if all you do is listen to uh, talk radio when you're all day long, you're not going to have any peace in your life. Get you a CD or a, you know or, or something that you can listen to. Turn on a, a worship state, uh, song. Listen to. Somebody preach anything to get your mind on the things of God. And it says he will keep you in perfect peace if you'll make up your mind to do that. Now, I wish it was just that's all you had to do, but there's more. You ready? Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Listen to what it says. Be anxious. For nothing. The Amplified Bible says, don't be fretful or have anxiety about anything. See, you're thinking, you got to be perfect to do that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because it tells you how to do it. The Word tells you how to do it. It says, don't do that. And then it says, but in everything, in everything, everything, every circumstance, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. In other words, you're going to have to put some time in with the Father. There is no question there are going to be things in your life that are going to stress you. And I know you want to come say, Pastor David, I need you to pray for me to get this off of me. He can't do it. He's a great man of God, but he can't do that. 
not going to happen. Because you're going to have to deal with the anxiety. You're going to have to deal with the fretfulness. You're going to have to choose to go to the Father, cast that on Him, and say, Lord, I cast this care over on you, and I'm going to leave it alone. Now listen, when you do that, now you got to do it. You can't get on your knees, pray that prayer, walk out of your prayer closet, and say, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. i got to worry. I'm worried about this. Wait a minute. I thought you just cast that care over on the Lord. You didn't leave it. But if you do, listen to what happens. When you do that, the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. The word there, guard, is a, is a, is a Greek word, and it literally means a, a, like a fort. And you're on the watchtower. You have something on the watchtower guarding your heart, guarding your mind. So that when the enemy tries to come in, no, peace. Peace is mine. I'm going to walk in peace. I'm going to have peace in my life. It is amazing. I have experienced this. Listen, there have been some times in my life where I just flat didn't have the answer. And all you could do is worry about it, which doesn't help. And I would get on my knees and I'd say, Father, here's the deal. Here it is. I don't have the answer to this. I cast the care of this over on you. I ask you to work, and I'm leaving it right here. And instantly, a supernatural peace enveloped me. If you've never experienced that peace, you can. I mean, it is amazing. The problem is that the world tries to wash that peace off of you with trouble, tribulation, difficulty. Just somebody rubbing you the wrong way. They're not rubbing you the wrong way. They're trying to rub your peace off. Why? Because they want you to be like them. It is a powerful, amazing, listen, I'm telling you, amazing thing. So let me give you one more scripture here. Isaiah 57, verse 19. Listen to this. This is the Father talking. I create the fruit of the lips. Okay? Did you know that? God will create the fruit of your lips, so you need to be careful what you say. I create the fruit of your lips. Now listen to this. Peace. Peace. To him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. You know, I want to tell you right now that healing will come in a place of peace where it won't come any other way. You may be battling something in your life and it may be causing you stress. When you get over into peace, that's when healing comes. God said, I'll heal you if you'll get over in peace. I'll heal you. But now here's the latter part of this, okay? Listen, but the wicked... Or like the troubled sea, when it 
when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt, there is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. I don't know whether you've ever been around people who there's always something coming, there's always trouble. There's always stuff kicking up. There's always garbage. There's always something. There's never any peace. I've been around people like that. The problem with that is most of the time it's because they're not living right. They're not doing right. They're not serving God. Maybe they're not even Christians. But do you know I've actually seen Christians do this? It's like they thrive on stirring stuff up. And, kick, and turning stuff, just whatever they can do to keep the keep just garbage, dirt, whatever. There's no peace there. There's no peace there. You can't live your life like that. You can't live that way. You've got to say, you know what? I'm going to walk in peace. It's going to be my umpire. I'm going to speak peace. I'm going to declare peace. I'm going to transmit peace to my circumstances. I'm not going to allow my life to get mired up in the turmoil and the turning over of the, of the, of the waters of trouble all the time. It doesn't say we're not going to have trouble. Jesus said, in the world you're going to have trouble. Be of good cheer. Yeah, people, we lose most people right there. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. See, we want the overcoming to be, you know, God just comes and just butts heads, you know, and just knocks heads and just gets rid of it. But you know what? What actually happens is that you can walk in the, in the peace in the midst of any trouble, any tribulation, because you know he has overcome it. And if he's overcome it, then he'll help you overcome it. But you're not going to get it done without peace. You're not going to get it done fretting over it, worrying about it. You're going to have to apply yourself to fight it. No, I'm going to walk in peace. I'm going to have peace in my life, and I'm going to find out what, what, what it is that's causing me to be out of peace. And I'm not going to point my finger at somebody and say, it's their fault. It's nobody's fault. It's your fault. Because you are not living up Listen to me, to the will and testament of what Jesus said he gave you. Are you God? Listen, you can, you, you can never walk in peace and go to heaven. Heaven is, is peace. But he gave it to us so we could live down here. Just gave us a little slice of heaven on earth. Peace for our lives. You can have that in your life. It belongs to you. Create the fruit of your lips. Start speaking peace over your life. Start casting your care over on the Lord. Don't make a move without peace. I don't know what that looks like. Sure you do. You know. Get quiet. You'll know what peace is. And then walk out into the world and just find out if it's still there. You'll find out whether it's real peace or not. You know, if you've got young kids, you'll find out real quick whether it's peace or not. <laughs> you can transmit that to your kids. Absolutely, you can do it.
tell you here.